my hammock this beautiful Sunday just thinking and contemplating on all of this coronavirus nonsense and all of the things that are going on in the world you really would think that people would get their head out of their ass but they fucking don't no I really don't care don't care because I just don't I worry about my own self and my loved ones but anyways I just want to what we're gonna talk about is what we could do to be able to mentally survive the isolation when you don't have a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. And you are respecting rules and you are staying home and doing whatever it takes to keep your loved ones healthy. Now, I'm even getting used to not going anywhere. No, it becomes like a headache whenever I have to drive into town since I live so far. But anyways, how to survive it. First of all, read a lot of books. Second, enjoy the small things in life. Like growing grass or sitting in your yard and looking at the butterflies the birds the bees just buzzing around you know start your day with three things that you're thankful for you know I'm thankful for my kids I'm thankful that I'm not in a toxic relationship I'm thankful that I have a job. I'm thankful that we're healthy. And then you go on. You could go on and on and on and all the things that you're thankful and you're grateful for. After doing that, drink some water, you know, do some yoga. stretch maybe jump some jump rope but don't give up don't fall into depression anxiety or try living in the future whenever we don't even know what is going to happen understanding that this shall pass and that we should definitely 
either become wiser or you know learn stuff that's gonna benefit you in the future one of them is stocks definitely right now you should definitely if you're reading books you'd be reading something about stocks learning the ins and outs of stocks no or psychology you know you get to know how humans act in every aspect but don't give up don't give up on life don't give up on what you want and don't give up on your loved ones you know i know it's hard and it's it becomes difficult especially whenever you suffer traumas or you suffer depression anxiety it, it it's very it's very hard to to deal with that but um If you cope with it in a positive way, things are going to be better. And they will. They will. You just have to have faith and visualize a good outcome, you know? A good future. It's the power of visualization. You know, that you have to actually visualize what you want out of life, not what you don't want. And as imperfect humans, we focus and swim in all the negativity and negative stuff that to be truly honest with you it's very disappointing and sad you know that us humans have that imperfection that we rather think the worst rather than focus on what we really really want out of life you know now it's a beautiful Sunday. I always wake up early. So, just waiting for my kiddos to get up so I could cook breakfast and start our day. Obviously, I cannot make noise because then I'll end up getting grouchy kids. So I'm outside in my hammock. You could hear the cars passing by, the birds. Sinclair treeing up on a bone. He wakes up early. He's the one that wakes me up. Well, he wakes up a lot later than I do. But on the weekends, he beats me to it just because I want to sleep in. And whenever I say sleep in, it means at the latest 7.45. I think that all the single people that sometimes go into their head and say, oh, well, I'm by myself, oh, nobody likes me, or, you know, they should be thankful that they're no longer in a relationship where they feel taken for granted. You know, they should feel thankful and blessed that they are not dealing with 
some nonsense because you know we could see photos and so-called time spent but at the end of the day we don't know what behind closed doors really what is really happening like you really think about it I remember being in a relationship for seven years and thinking, man, this really motherfucking sucks. This really fucking sucks. And I'm not saying all days were horrible. Because not all of them were. Because I'm a very optimistic person and I always make the best out of any situation. But whenever they were bad, they were so bad. And I'm glad I'm no longer there. But then I see all these toxic relationships going on. And I hear from my from my friends that work with the law that Since this isolation thing started with the coronavirus, there has been so many deaths, not because of the coronavirus, but because of domestic violence. And it's sad, and it's all around the world. Domestic violence where one of the... what would you say one of the people or one of them is abusive it's toxic you know and the other one just stays along just so they don't end up alone or that other person tells them that nobody else will want them so the person stays with their abuser and sad to say at times those abusers are the ones that take their life you know and become so sad and so so devastating because my mom stayed with my father for 18 years and that was a so fucking toxic relationship damn it was toxic but she stayed for 18 years you see what marriage does so i don't believe in marriage i would never get married because people are so shitty humans think that just because you get married to them they own you and i'm not saying men think that you know only it's men and women think that i don't i'm never leaning towards one of them you know i talk shit about both i might be a woman but there's women that are fucking crazy and they're fucking weird as fuck as well as men bunch of men are fucking weird and crazy too 
you know so i kind of put them in that category of humans if you could call them that it's just it's sad that the studies show that domestic violence is in rising rapidly you know how long has it been more than seven weeks and a lot of a lot of people have been killed by their so-called loved one husband wife just because these people marry them and they don't care about them they don't love them and now that they're forced to be in the same household and not be able to leave things like this happen where they're not showing it in the news they're not as well they're not showing all this child abuse that's going on either and it's fucking sad if you tell me it's fucking sad because right now it's all coronavirus or politician fucking bullshit you know and it's a lot of people are dying because they're being killed by so-called loved ones you really think about it man what is this freaking race really all about man it's there's times that it's shameful to be a human you know instead of people being more lovable and caring and seeing the best out of everything they become ugly and selfish disappointing it's a little disappointing for sure yeah, I'm just really thankful really thankful I'm alone been alone for how long time already I don't care I'll die alone I'd rather die alone than die in in the hands of someone that supposedly loves me because love doesn't hurt love doesn't damage and love doesn't traumatize you know what traumatizes you hate you know what kills you someone that doesn't love you you know just it's very disappointing whenever you see that the news is based on you know stuff that really doesn't matter and then things that are going on and they're happening around the world it's just being watered down and hidden but the fake news is like out there constantly you know tell you something if If I would still be in a toxic relationship and this would be going on, I would probably either try running away, fleeing like I did. And if I couldn't, because it took me three years to actually be able to leave. And I had to leave all my stuff, you know, material shit, which I don't really care. I already replaced everything, you know? I took my kids and my dog. That's all I took. I didn't take anything. I took a vehicle that 
obviously didn't even have license plate. That's how bad it was. You know, and I left flee. Because the abuse was getting physical, very bad. And I knew that if I would have stayed, I would have gotten killed, that's for sure. By a person that so-called still motherfucking loves me, apparently. I just think, yeah, yeah, right, you fucking loved abusing me. Mentally, verbally, and physically. That's what you loved. And the sad thing about it is that I still have to deal with all of that. You know? Because he... I I have a, a son, a beautiful, handsome son from this person. And even though I have sole custody of my son, my son loves him. He loves his daddy. Cannot can delete that, you know? All I want is to have a fucking relationship where I could co-parent and that's it. Co-parent with this individual that supposedly every chance he gets, he wants to tell me he loves me and <laughs> he he's a he's a terrible liar, I guess. Because how can you love someone and hurt them? How can you love someone and take everything they work so hard for? How can you love someone and make another family? (laughs) It's just fucking lies. People lie all the fucking time. And that's why I'd rather be alone. That's why I'd rather not deal with anybody's nonsense. And just focus on raising my kids, working hard and raising my kids because that's all we could do, you know, as single parents. There's wonderful fathers out there that go through a lot of bullshit because these psycho bitches don't let them see their kids or they just make it impossible for... For them to have a relationship with their kids and I know a lot of single fathers out there that they're real they they're solid they raise their kids without a mother figure in their life and they do a phenomenal job they make their kids a priority priority hands down and and I think to myself Wow, that's amazing that there is fathers out there that care about their kids. That it's not just a, they don't see it as a tool to hurt the baby mama. You know? Like sometimes my baby daddy, my son's father, 
makes me feel like he thinks it hurts me to see him with his stupid family. Like, dude, remember I left you. You didn't leave me. I left your fucking ass. Still have text messages of you begging me back. I still have text messages, messages, you name it, fucking photos of you wanting me back. I left. Do you really think I care if you have fucking a girlfriend, a wife now? No, I don't give a fuck. I feel sorry for her fucking ass because she's still so damn blind or so in denial that you fucking care. Like, it's funny because recently my friend sent me a photo of of my baby daddy, which I have two baby daddies, but my son's father hitting up on her on Messenger. So she sent me a screenshot, you know, of it. I'm telling him, you know what? I'm real good friends with my friend and I don't I don't go and I don't roll like that. So get off my messenger and don't fucking message me, you know? And let's let's be real. This motherfucker has been with this bitch since 2018 or supposedly yeah since 2018 because right after i left his ass he like within a month and a half he was with another fucking woman you know so i'm like whatever it is what it is my son has seen him with so many fucking women you know i'd rather be alone i'd rather be a good role model to my kids than be selfish and just care about oh I'm alone I'm just gonna replace them I could fucking replace them yeah Yeah, you could fucking replace them you know to someone better that's for sure but do I want to invest my motherfucking time on anyone other than my kids you know, hell no. I'd rather spend my time with my kids 100% than having to share my time with someone else that would be only temporary. I'd rather just raise my kids and the day that they go off to college or, you know, they end up wanting to leave, hey, good, they can leave. I already prepared them for life. I will travel around the world. And whoever is next to me, and I'm saying my friends, could travel with me and live life happy and enjoy amazing moments together. Other than that, why even worry about it? Fucking people are faker than fuck. And they lie, they lie a lot, a lot, a lot. Just rather not. I haven't drank my coffee today. I'm gonna go brew myself a cup of coffee. And um, to be continued. And we're talking about topic today. 
survived a domestic violence flee and if you need help holla man i have my social media my instagram my facebook you know reach out i will give you ideas if you're so far away i'll give you ideas if you're close by i will definitely find a way to get you and your kids out of that fucking toxic relationship you know i will give you the resources or the what to do what to do what i did to get out of that toxic relationship you know because it's hard it's hard it's a lot easier to said and done you know you really think about it and you're like damn i I used to sit and drink coffee and back then you know i wasn't able to be getting medicated which i'm a cannabis patient i I smoke marijuana. I don't drink much and I don't do drugs. But this conversation will be continued. I'm going and grabbing coffee.